on all of these situations, we always want to make sure that your plan is set up where when you call and you need money, that there's going to be a smart place to take that money. Let us help you reach your peak in retirement. It's time for your Retirement Elevated. Glad you're with us today on the Retirement Elevated podcast, Your Retirement Elevated. Walter Storholt here alongside Scott Dugan, co-founder and managing partner at Elevated Retirement Group, serving you throughout the Kansas City metro area and beyond. You can find us online by going to listentoscott.com, subscribe to the show there. We'll have all the links that you need and check out past episodes and get in touch. All there on the website, listentoscott.com. On today's show, we're going to be talking about some of the life events that tend to spark major changes. These life events, I think, also really mark an important part of our lives where we need to reassess our financial situation or carefully assess, maybe for the first time in depth, what's going on in our financial life. And Scott's gonna explain for us why each of these events is usually that good trigger for a financial review and to make sure that we kind of know what's happening inside of our portfolio, in our accounts, in, in our financial lives. So Scott, you ready to tackle all of these big questions on today's show? Let's jump into it. Now, unfortunately, a lot of the events that we have to talk about today aren't exciting events, or they're not events that, like weddings, we're not going to necessarily cover the wedding example on today's show. Sometimes these things aren't that great for our lives, but that makes them that much more important to make sure that we get right and that we plan for them. Now, the first one is a planned move to a new job. So a planned move. Sometimes this one can be positive, Scott, if we're kind of planning that change of jobs. Oh, absolutely. And you know, it brings about you know, a whole list of things we need to consider. You know, I'll just pick a couple of, you know, out of the long list. So if you're moving to a new job, and let's say you've been at a, your current job for 10 years, and now you're moving to a new position at a new, new firm. Well, one of the decisions you're gonna have to make is what do you do with your 401k if you've been saving there? And we'll have to go through the process to figure out, number one, are you going to leave it there? Number two, does it make sense to move it to your new company's plan if that's available? Or number three, do you move it over to an IRA that you can control or you know, we can help you with? So there's just an example. There's many other things to consider. That's one of the big ones from a financial perspective is, you know, do you leave the money there? Do you move to the new plan or do you move it to an IRA and take control of it? So just one example of, of something you need to consider if you're changing jobs and you actually plan to do it. That's a great point. So that's the pleasant, usually, move of a job. But sometimes that planned move or that planned job change isn't so planned, Scott. And sometimes it can come in many different forms of getting fired or getting laid off. That should be an obvious trigger for a review as well. Absolutely. And when we're dealing with that right now, you know, with the coronavirus that's happening, you have people being furloughed, positions being negated. I think we're going to still continue to see the fallout of that. Yeah, but there's an example we talked about with moving to a new job. Yeah, you've got to make those same decisions about the 401k. But I think probably what trumps that is more about cash flow. You know, what are you going to do between being laid off or, or leaving that job and getting a new job? So that deals with, you know, do you have an adequate emergency fund? What's your healthcare situation going to look like? You know, so those are very important items we have to look at. And that's, you know, I've have had conversations with clients 
And one of the conversations that they've been having with me is just going back to say, hey, we've been talking to our son or our daughter. You know, their job is uncertain. Hey, just want to make sure if we need to take money from our savings to help them out, what impacts that's going to have on on them. So I'm usually dealing with not my clients finding new jobs or, or losing their job, but I'm dealing with my clients' kids and the parents wanting to make sure they can backstop them if their kids do not have adequate resources to weather the storm. I think it's a big one, and you're right. So many people are going through that, that getting fired or laid off, and depending on the timing of all of that, it can be really disruptive to a financial plan. So get that plan in place ahead of time, or if it happens to you, go ahead and meet with an advisor and go through that right away. Another thing we need to add to this list, Scott, of major life events that could you know, sometimes spark big changes in our financial lives and also be a good marker for going and getting a financial review is if you receive an inheritance. This is something that many of us may never go through in life, Scott, and some only once, maybe twice at the most in a lot of cases. It's not something that we're really conditioned to know how to deal with all of a sudden a huge influx of money. Absolutely. And when I build initial financial plan for our clients, we always have that conversation. Do do they anticipate any type of inheritance down the road? Now, I never build a plan based on something that might happen. And so we never put those assets into the financial plan, but we do need to redo the plan if there is a, a sudden windfall of assets. Because at that time, we really have to understand, are there going to be tax consequences for receiving that inheritance? You know, those dollars, inherited dollars, get treated quite differently if they're, say, that from the sale of a house. Are they from a bank account, a savings account? Are they from a stock or a bond that were outside of a retirement account? Or did you inherit mom and dad's IRA or their Roth IRA? You know, all those accounts have different consequences when you inherit them, and there may or may not have tax consequences that are embedded in them. So we want to make sure, you know, how does it change the trajectory of your situation? And also, how do we navigate the potential tax consequences some of those accounts might have on your situation? Yeah, it's just a tough thing. We can't, we're so used to drawing on our past experiences, Scott, but in that case, you know, we go our whole lives with probably a more steady, you know, flow of income and not having this one big lump sum all of a sudden dropped in our laps here. What do you do with it? And that's why I think so many, I mean, we always hear about lottery winners being the ones who have big problems and issues because you don't know how to manage that lump sum of money, but you can really apply the same principles to the inheritance side of things. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, another one, uh, major life event that would spark some major changes in your life is if you face a serious medical issue. And with so many of us living longer, Scott, and that's only going to continue into the future, it seems, in terms of life expectancies and that sort of thing, we're going to just have that many more medical issues that we have to problem solve, deal with, and that kind of alter the landscape for us going forward. Sure. And, and I would take that a step further. You know, all these things we're talking about are transitions in life and what causes us to reevaluate or seek advice about about the direction we're going in. It's most of the time it's because of something we're experiencing in life or someone that is in our life is experiencing. So medical could be, you know, husband and or wife are experiencing medical issues. Most of the time it's their parents. One of their parents are are experiencing health issues or some sort of long-term care scenario. And, you know, like a lot of things, until we 
have to deal with it and say the example of dealing with long-term care for a parent that makes us more aware of well what type of plan do we have or should we have in the event that we actually need long-term care we think about if mom and dad you know leave the estate and you're the executor and you have to navigate through the estate and if it's not well done it can be a lot of work well, that transition, that experience causes a lot of people to do what? Go out and get their trust done or their their will done or get everything updated. You know, so that, you know, the medical issue in our plan, we always want to make sure, you know, do we have adequate resources for health care? More importantly, if we do experience a health episode or long-term care episode, what potential effect might it have on the overall plan? And once you run those scenarios, then you can decide, you know, do you just stay the course or do you alter the course and put some sort of strategy in in place to help mitigate those potential costs down the road? So again, it's twofold. If you're experiencing it because of a loved one, you know, like a parent, it makes us more acutely aware of what will impact will that have. And that really gets us down makes us look at the process of let's look at what we should potentially do in our situation. So, and medical is a big one. Yeah. Medical is a big equation. One of those things that often gets overlooked in a financial plan though, and that needs to certainly be corrected if that's the case with you. Last but not least, and this is the least fun to talk about Scott, but maybe the most important thing that we'll prepare for from a financial perspective, if we're looking to take care of family members and our loved ones, and that would be the death of a spouse obviously major life event with big implications. Absolutely. And we call it, you know, quantifying the economic effects of losing a spouse. Now the emotional effects, you know, I can't measure those, you know, those are going to be definitely a part of the situation, but the economic impact, we can look at that and say, well, how's that going to affect your income? Because if you're in a, you know, a household or a relationship with, say you have two social security checks and you take the money to solve the income gap from your your retirement accounts. Well, if we lose a spouse, we're left with one Social Security check, you know, the larger of the two. So that's easy to quantify that economic impact. The other impact that a lot of people don't think about is the tax impact. You go from a married filing jointly tax return to a single tax filer. And in essence, your tax rates the brackets drop in half. And so you start to climb the ladder and pay higher taxes a lot quicker as a single person. And so again, it, it's there's a lot of effects that that are cascading from a, you know, you have to potentially speed up the withdrawal of your accounts to keep up with your expenses. Because most people, if we lose a spouse, their lifestyle still is about 80 to 85% of that of a dual income household or a two person household. And so unless there's going to be dramatic changes like, you know, sell the house, you know, make dramatic adjustments, uh, your expenses are going to be about the same or really roughly close to that. So what do we do if we're bringing in less money, you know, from guaranteed sources like a social security, well, then we have to increase the distributions from your savings, which ultimately increases how fast you're consuming them. And if you compound that and say, if you're taking all that income from, let's say a market asset and the market's down, guess what? 
you're selling off positions that have a lower value at a time where you probably really wouldn't want to be you know, spending those down because you're getting less out of that. And that money is not going to be there to recover when the time comes. So you know, losing a spouse, very emotional. But there's a lot of economic consequences to it. And that really drives home the point, like on all of these situations, we always want to make sure that your plan is set up where when you call and you need money, that there's going to be a smart place to take that money. And our job is to prepare you for the unexpected, because that's what's going to happen. There's going to be things that pop up and we need to be ready for those. So prepare for uncertainty. And we are definitely in an uncertain time right now. One of the strangest, definitely in my almost two decade career, but the clients that we've dealt with, that I've, we've all talked to, they know they've got smart places to take money from in these interesting times and that they're going to be okay. And that's ultimately what people want is they want a good plan that as they transition in life and they face different opportunities and obstacles that their plan allows them to go through and do the things that they want to do, but also gives them enough flexibility to go outside of the plan and, you know, tackle life's curveballs that they have, they sometimes throw at us. I think it's so neat that the plans you put together, Scott, don't just look at one facet. They take all these different things into account. I know that's supremely key into what you do each and every day for your clients. And if you have questions about what that planning process looks like and, and how to work with Scott and the team at Elevated Retirement Group, it's easy to get in touch and ask those questions. Don't be intimidated. You can set up time to meet for a complimentary financial review in the office or remotely, whatever makes you more comfortable. Scott and his team are there for you to help. Listen to scott.com is your place to go online. Click the contact button to get in touch there. That's listen to scott.com. Or you can give a call directly to 913-393-4724. That's 913-393-4724. Scott, this was an important conversation today, one that I hope helps folks. And thank you for the guidance through it. And we'll look forward to another great conversation with you soon. Sounds good. Thanks, Walter. All right. Thanks a lot. That's Scott Dugan. I'm Walter Storholt. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you next time right back here on Your Retirement Elevated. Investment advisory services offered through Elevated Capital Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor.